Welcome to Ability MKE Now on Riverwest Radio. We are always glad to be here and promoting all things ability. Uh, we have our core crew here with us tonight. We have Kurt Roscoff. I'm Sue Roscoff. We also have Emily Golmer with us and our captain, Adam. So we are excited for another wonderful episode here of Ability MKE Now. And one thing that we have the privilege of is having folks that are very active in the disability community and active in many different ways. One thing that, that we have uh, the privilege of insights on is a group that put together a, a conference that just took place this last weekend, uh, the Integral Conference. And not only do we have uh, one of our core team here that um, is integral to our mission and what we all do with, with our program here with Ability MKE Now, she was on the planning committee and has some amazing insights and a huge role actually in what the Integral Conference all was. So I want to bring Emily in uh, to ask her some questions about this. And actually, my first thing, Emily, if, if you want to just do a, a quick little intro of yourself and what you do even outside of this conference uh, with, with what you do personally, and then I uh, want to dig in a little bit and find out more about what you did with the Integral Conference and what, um, what your favorite pieces were of it. So could you tell us a little bit more, first of all, about what you do? And, and then we'll talk a little bit more about the conference. Welcome, Emily. Thank you, everybody. Um, I am a executive assistant for uh, Onward and Upward and Prosperity Pathways, which are a nonprofit and a for-profit, uh, founded by Anna Maria Plovin, who is a veteran, uh, and both of them focus on helping people you know, find employment. Um, with Onward and Upward specifically um, targeting the homeless population and veterans for helping them find employment. Um, as far as the conference goes, it was last Saturday. Um, and the biggest thing I did for the conference was the website that you are looking at right now. Oh, what did you all do with the website? Because there's um, a lot on here. Well, we had a, I had created the whole thing for last year's conference, and I just kind of tweaked it for the, this year, but kind of got created like the whole, whole thing. Because the, this, 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 uh, this was our third year, third time having this conference. Um, and the first year, the first year I wasn't on the planning committee, just, just the last two and the first year they didn't have a website. And so I was like, I came in, I was like, we need a website. And <laughs> so, um, I think that was my, uh, biggest contribution. Um, now I'm seeing on the front page, it says integral. Adult Autism Conference, Interactive Networking, Talks and Education for Growing Autism uh, Legitimacy. So yeah, that's, you... that's what, that, yeah, that's what autism stands for, is the interactive 
and dragged it within the words after that. Ah, so integral. I actually, that's, for as long as I've known about the conference, I did not realize that that is where the name came from. So, okay, so I'm going to read it one more time so everybody can hear that. So integral, uh, the letters stand for Interactive Networking Talks, Education for Growing Autism Legitimacy. That awesome. So do you know where that all came from? You said you were in the planning starting in the second year. So was that all created uh, before you um, before you knew about the conference? No, I sort of knew of the conference the first year because I, I went to it. Oh, okay. I, just, I, I got it, but I just wasn't um, on, on the planning committee or anything like that. But I ended up going to it. Um, the... Uh, person uh, in charge of it, uh, or the main person whose kind of idea it was, um, is a uh, person in my uh, autism uh, adult group, but that's separate from this conference, and so it was his big idea. And so it's all good. So but, what what all are the, what kind of topics are, actually I should back up. Was this an in-person conference or was this online or a combination? The first one was an in-person one, but this year and last year were virtual due to COVID. Okay. And well, so for sure, all... last, year, last year for sure was virtual because of COVID. This, one, this year was still a little bit of the same too. I mean, it no longer you know, where COVID's going, but uh, I think the hope is made to have like a kind of a hybrid at some point. Um, so that more people could attend it or whatever. Um, uh, but this year's topics were about <clears throat> Um, friendship, uh, executive functioning, and uh, like job interviewing, interviewing skills, which are like the top three or part of the top of the list that People on the autism spectrum have say that they have like trouble trouble with. Um, and so we got close to ninety close to ninety people registered. And nice. we'll see some people actually showing up. Um, because we've got like sixty some like every year to actually show up. Uh, so at least we're consistent. Uh, but is, the, um, is this something for the state of Wisconsin, or does this reach out beyond Wisconsin? Um, well, the we were mainly well, we were mainly targeting like the south southern Wisconsin, but it was but it's basically for anybody on the autism spectrum or anybody connected to the autism community. 
Um, so, yeah. Uh, last year we had um, uh, somebody from Texas join us. Somebody, or then I also heard that somebody from like New Zealand joined us. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, so we have people lot around the world. Um, but Kurt attended it. What were your thoughts, Kurt? Well, yeah, I think it's uh, quite an accomplishment uh, with 90 registrations. I see uh, great potential to enter into triple-digit registrations next year, uh, getting over 100 and keep growing the thing. Um, I feel, you know, privileged and honored to have been able to attend uh, last year and this year. Now, um, the conference is held on a day you know, ongoing, you know, to do it on the Saturday and with the other activities I have, I not able to attend uh, very much of it. Uh, but if we say I captured about an hour's worth of the day, uh, I'm very impressed what's going on. And I, I kind of appreciated a little bit of the, uh, you know, natural conversation that came forward because um there, there was a little bit of an exchange about cancel culture. So this is what I've been sharing this week, um, kind of as the, you know, the thought of the week in terms of disability advocacy. Now, cancel culture's definition is the practice or tendency of engaging in mass canceling as a way of expressing disapproval or exerting social pressure. Cancel culture or call-out culture is a modern form of ostracism in which someone is thrust out, um, out of a social or professional circle, whether it be online, on social media, or in person. Those subject to this ostracism are said to have been canceled. You know, so just really to, to get, get our minds around this, Let's further expound upon this. Can cancel culture or call out culture is a modern form of ostracism in which someone is cast out of social circles, whether it be online, social media. Um, let's see here. Others criticize cancel culture as creating a chilling effect. Um, so, so then when we talk about ostracism, we want to make sure we're not losing anybody there. That is exclusion from a society or group. So in the realm of disability advocacy, it's all about inclusion. And so, so this is real witness, real review, a real testimony of, you know, what people attending an autism conference are saying is that, you know, basically segregation or exclusion is a real thing. So this is something that, you know, I personally hope everybody around that can, you know, be a participant to this message, you know, can really think, you know, about where this may be present in everyday life and in activities and events and jobs and in face spaces, whatever it may be to really reconsider the opportunity 
to not uh, push out certain people and to not presume that people are accepting the experience that they're given. Because obviously this dialogue came to be because people at that conference were providing their disapproval, disapproval, not approving of cancel culture and, and really looking for that support to go to peers and get that peer-to-peer support and to say, you know, what does this mean for us? And so within this community, we um, hear about neurodiversity. And then when you're within this neurodiversity um, group, you know, then you can gather that people are talking about neurotypical individuals. And so this becomes a separation. This becomes um, a diversion and it becomes a mismatch, you know, that, that there's a relationship issue between those in the autism community, autism society, and those that are not part of the autism community. So it's a great opportunity when we think of the city of Milwaukee, Milwaukee County, Milwaukee metropolitan market, to look at how can we build a stronger Milwaukee by being more inclusive and to this specific conversation What are we thinking about all of the Milwaukeeans with autism and how well do we really think that we're doing? So Sue, I'll take it back to you. Where do you want to go from here? Actually, I want to uh, bring back to the conference a little bit and just uh, find out a little more from Emily with participating with that for the, uh, for the day, what ended up being uh, something that stood out to you that, that uh, you enjoyed the most? What was your favorite piece or pieces? And what was it that uh, struck you as uh, something that you wish more people would have heard about and, and experienced? Um, well, I don't know if I can necessarily say any one particular thing. If there were several, I would love to hear. But, um, um, I guess just the, the amount of people, number of people that showed up and just kind of the whole, uh, conversation starting because la- last year we had, it kind of split into a few different rooms and whatever. And this year it's kind of all in one main Zoom room like this. And so it was seems a lot better um and so there's a lot of seemed like a lot more conversation and interaction with on different things like kurt was talking about and yeah that was one of the good things i liked okay and so we have we have Emily Gomer here with us, who was on the planning committee with uh, the Integral Conference that took place last Saturday, and we're just uh, re- revisiting a few pieces with this to find out more what this conference was. And uh, it, actually, it, Emily, if people wanted to find out more about this, how can they do that? How I know this just took place last weekend. I, I anticipate this is something that will uh, will be coming again next year, that this is an annual event, 
if people want to find out more, how do they do that? Where do they go? Um, they can go to um, the uh, integralautism.org website. Um, or they can uh, email us. There's an email on there to email us at too. And I know or, you were or or contacting the South Central Wisconsin Autism Society as well. Is uh, and that's the group that that put this together. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about the um, the Autism Society of South Central Wisconsin and what what they are? I'm assuming they are uh, a great resource. I personally am not very familiar with them. Can you tell me more about that? Um, they mm, I didn't I didn't I didn't know much about them either until um, like a few years ago. Um, when I got came moved down here and um, um, got involved with my uh, adult group um, and uh, they have um, different events going a lot of different events going on for uh, people of all ages, um, and, um, uh, um, and, uh, let's see. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're about, <clears throat> they're a, um, 51C3 that is, promotes, uh, like awareness and, uh, uh, like awareness of, uh, what, like people on the spectrum deal with, like the issues and, uh, that kind of thing. Um, then provide information and that kind of thing. Okay. And now with the conference then that was put together, I'm seeing some titles of uh, some of the presentations that took place. And I'm kind of wishing I could have been there because these look amazing. I see the presentations including disability as a possibility, exploring friendship and a call for non-autistic non self-education, uh, next one is tell me about yourself, autistic secrets to job interview success. And uh, the last one on the list here was wait, that affects executive functioning. So these look like they were super practical, uh, hands-on type things that you can walk away with, with a lot of new uh, tools for your arsenal, basically, of how you can uh, approach different pieces that, that, affect, that affect each person, all of us, whether we have a... a a disability or not, that these could be some very practical tips and, and tools for folks uh, to use. Uh, was, was Did you get to attend all of those sessions yourself? 
Yeah, the um, the disability as a possibility person is a uh, person on the spectrum. Um, uh, and they the other three aren't, but he he was. Um, but he had a uh, like text to voice or voice to text thing. So he wasn't actually talking. It was like it was she had, like talking for him, but um, due to some of his challenges, but um, that was all good. Mindy out in California. And I'm seeing after each, am I uh, understanding correctly here that after each presentation that there was a roundtable discussion then that took place as well? Yeah, well, except after, there wasn't one after the disability as a possibility keynote, but after all the other ones, there was a roundtable. We might have had a roundtable after the keynote too, but it was just kind of like a timing timing none making it such a long day i mean it was kind of long as it was but so to make it even longer um but but yeah it's really like a lot of the uh conversation that kurt was talking about kind of happened was uh, it was during those round tables But I can get you, I have the recording of it. Um, ah. I could maybe send it to you if you want to listen to any of it. Is that something that's available for, for anyone or is that uh, more that that's a, an internal piece? I'm just curious with, with other folks, if they wanted to, to listen in on what they, what they missed out on that day, is that something that's out there and available or is that... Uh, more, uh, you'd have to reach out to the the Autism Society of, of South Central Wisconsin here to find out more. Uh, I think it's a more internal thing. I would have to find out because we're okay. nothing. But um, but at least there is a recording that exists. Yeah, so if yeah, people yeah, want to yeah, find out yeah. more, uh, that yeah. that is a possibility. Okay. Yeah. Um, Kurt, can I bring you back in here too? With I know you said you had only participated in a piece of the day. Uh, was there? I know you had a, a big takeaway with what you were talking about already with cancel culture. Was there anything else that uh, that you got to experience, or even on the planning side? I know you were able to participate in some of the planning meetings as well. Do you have any other insights into uh, into the conference and uh, thoughts that you'd like to share? Um, sure. I mean, a lot of the topics were about, you know, relationships and like I say about, you know, neurotypical, um, you know, people that they would call neurotypical, the challenges that neurotypical individuals have in being favorable to those with neurodiversity and kind of navigating the frustrations with that. And, you know, kind of some techniques and thoughts um, around that. And another thing I would say, well, like you mentioned, I was a part of a, a few of the planning meetings, um, just appreciating the diligence that 
that they'll have and tremendous patience and, you know, being so thorough and um, just really great teamwork, you know, by the few of them to just cover all the bases. And uh, so their success of 90 registrations really goes towards um, that they're willing to put in a, a year of like half of the Saturdays. Um, so like, I don't know if it is 26 meetings or whatever, but a significant number of meetings to uh, make this all happen. So, you know, in there is an observation about the autism community and people with autism is that um, there is almost like, I might call it like an energy energizer bunny type effect that um, a great willingness to keep on going like the social time, you know, here you have people who spent the day, starting you know in the morning and then going through a full day conference where most of us would say all right when the conference is over we're gonna just get away and take a break and uh, unplug but they spent hours socializing after a full day event so just uh observing like wow they've got they've got more capacity and what they can do in a day versus what I could do you know, type of thing. I'd have a hard time spending that many hours, but they just kind of do it. Like they're in the place they want to be and they kept on going. That's impressive. So Emily, did you get to participate? What did they call it? Was it just kind of a, a social gathering or after party or yeah, how did yeah, the, how was that yeah. approached? Yeah, it was just kind of a, uh, it wasn't really part of the conference. It was just if anybody, had any um, comments or just wanted to spend a little time like visiting with anybody that could um, afterwards. Because this was all on a Zoom setting. Uh, am I getting that correct? Yeah, that's all on Zoom. Okay. Did you guys, did you end up having breakout rooms then where you guys could uh, meet off um, to the side or was it all basically one big group? It's a bit, basically a big room. I mean, I suppose I could have done breakout rooms if somebody really needed it, but I don't think anybody really did. It was just oh, kind of very nice on the one room. So with you being on that planning committee, did you find it extra rewarding then to see the day unfold as it did? And, and yes. uh, are you planning to continue with that in the future? Mm -hmm. I am. Excellent. So are you, now I know you said you were uh, very involved in creating the website. Do you know what you might be working on for this upcoming year then? Are you going to continue with that? Or are there other pieces that you hope to put a finger on again? Or um, Well, I'll probably for sure be the one kind of updating the website. Um, and we'll see about what other things I could how about with, well, yeah, how about with, as well. And my understanding was it was a relatively small group of people that really made this happen. Is there uh, room for, for more folks to hop on with the planning side, or are you guys in, in pretty good shape yeah. right now? No, I think we're, uh, yeah, we're only, it's like only a group of what, like five? Oh, it's a very small group. Um, but, uh, we are always welcome uh, people's insight or in any way anybody wants to help, we welcome any help uh, we can get. 
I'm sorry. I was just going to ask if there's a date set yet for next year. Is this always like the first Saturday in, in November or is that just where it landed this year? Going where it's landed this year. It's usually around this time. It's always been kind of around this time of year, like the end of October, early November. All um, right. So if people want to know more for next year, they should it'll be, probably be around attention. The same, it'll probably be around the same time ne next year too. But no, we have not set a date. We just, we just got through with it's just getting over, so we haven't had a, any uh, real discussion on how things went and that kind of thing. So, all right. Well, I but want to we'll, say a big thank you to but Emily. We'll but we'll let everybody know when we do decide on a date. Right. Well, thank you so much, Emily. I know you're uh, integral in our group here, and. I appreciate you sharing more about the event from last weekend and we are Ability MKE now. Have a great day, everyone.